got a good feeling about this. God damn it. <laughs> I've got a good feeling about this podcast. About this podcast. Yes. Welcome back, John. Wow, thank you, Julie. I missed you last week. Yeah, I missed you too, but uh, good episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Did, did you listen to it, really? I, I actually did. I liked... Um, <laughs> Don't say actually. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually yeah, did. I, you know, I was thinking about not listening to it and then just like making something up. But no, I, I listened to it. Oh, yeah. Good. Welcome back to Why Do People Like Anime, a podcast where two somebodies do something. <laughs> I'm a somebody, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> two somebodies uh, who don't watch a lot of anime watch a lot of anime. Yeah. It's it's not that complicated. It really okay? isn't. Keep it simple. We like oh. anime. We, uh, we didn't know we were going to like anime. Yeah, that's true. I think, uh, yeah, I was sort of on the fence, I think, initially. Like, I was like, hmm. I was very on the fence. <laughs> yeah, you were, That that is true. We're like your new friends that... Uh, don't know shit. Don't know anything, but we want to know. I want to know everything. Always keep that... Not really. Keep that search for knowledge. Keep that train moving. Keep uh, gas in the tank for knowledge. Gassing up. Today I've got a little apple cider, vin- uh, not vinegar. Vinegar. <laughs> Julie's drinking straight vinegar. Just apple cider. Dumping it in her hair. It's fall time. Dumping her down her throat. It's good for your hair. Yeah, no, I used to, I used to use like an apple cider. ACV rinse. Vinegar shampoo and my dandruff was like kind of out of control. Mm. Not to be gross. Mm. I think like, I think as my hair has gotten longer, it's gotten way less worse. It's good good to detox. I mean, detox I, your hair. I think I've also learned how to like... Uh, properly shampoo long hair yes there's all these like rules that happen when not yeah. like rules but it's like proper hair care well i never hair. i never realized you have to like kind of scrub your scalp yeah no shampoo goes on the scalp because yeah. that's where the oil's building up I, if you shampoo the ends you're just gonna dry your hair out it was always like it was and always then, just like my hair as a kid like that was that was what i was taught yeah yeah and then vice versa well i think a lot of like uh, like kids that were like boys growing up when we were growing up were told to just get like the, the head and shoulders like three in one body wash <laughs> it was very yeah. like just use this you'll be fine yeah my dad was a big head and shoulders guy especially if your hair was short it yeah. was like whatever who cares I think, uh, I think head and shoulders like actually added dandruff yeah, you think? I, th- I think so. Is this a conspiracy theory? That's, I mean, I think it's that's my sort of because like I don't know. Like my dad didn't have that much dandruff. He started using Head and Shoulders, and he got he like had a lot more. <laughs> and I and I've heard similar stories elsewhere that like that Very has happened. Interesting. Maybe it's like a buildup. Yeah, it's a buildup. Something. Anyway, uh, this week since John's back, I'm back. <laughs> we're doing yet another. Uh, Animatrix ripoff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, that's what it is. Animatrix is a real trailblazer. But this time it's Star Wars. Yeah. Which um. Dun, 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 dun. That's not the Star Wars theme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I don't know. Star Wars <sighs> visions. Visions brought to you by Netflix, right? Brought to you by Disney Plus. Disney Plus. It's the, one and the same the, at this the net, point. The Netflix of Disney media. And it's basically the same thing. They, the Star Wars people. Yeah, right. Disney. Disney owns Star Wars. The Disney people said, hey, studios of 
Hello, um, anime. Hello, anime <laughs> studios. They just said, hello, anime. Please take the, our franchise and do do, do something. whatever you want, apparently. Do something with it. Please include the line. <laughs> we'll get into that. If possible. We'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> Please include this one line. Before, before we, we reveal what that one line is. Uh, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've heard, listener, but we have merch. Finally, you've been yes. clamoring for it. Got a cool shirt and a cool hat. We've got a cool shirt and a cool hat, and you can go to our Instagram, Why Do People Like Anime, and find it, and then purchase buy it. it. <laughs> and then put it on your head or on your torso. What a great gift! Where? Yeah, what a great gift. <laughs> Listen, there's going to be a shitload of shipping delays from all your favorite, you know, big box retailers. Why not support a small podcast that's been literally with it's been our passion project now it's been, for It's been very over much a, a passion project. And we've just been hemorrhaging money. <laughs> not really. I mean, I've been hemorrhaging I've been, money. I've been enjoying paying it. Paying for hosting, this paying is- for you know all the lights, all the equipment. So if you've supported all the furniture, if, if you've enjoyed some of our episodes, please check out the shirts. Cause, please do. You know we'd love to. Want to make more? Would love to make more. Yeah, that's the pitch. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think that's about it in terms of uh, housekeeping. Oh, we also. <laughs> uh, so we watched Star Wars Visions this week, and we also watched uh, another anime. Uh, sort of. We did last minute. Uh, was it the Noctilus anime? Last night, it's called uh, uh, a gasp. What's it called? A tear in the. It had a long title. A tear. In a tear the... in the fabric of life. Fabric of life. The new anime short film <laughs> by Noctilus. I would say this is just an anime. It's not really anime at all. Just animated. Animated. There is a difference. There, there is a difference. Yeah, we not... learned it. Yeah. This but, was, uh, but it, but really quality video. One of probably like the best uh, music visual. I'll say that because it's like it's like twenty. It's like a short film. It's like their whole they, uh, the the heavy metal hardcore whatever you want to call them band from uh, Louisville, Kentucky, from Oldham County, Kentucky, uh, produced a very spooky for spooky season. Very spooky short film for their new ep music's really good the animation is 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 very high quality it reminded me of a cross of uh i would probably say some sort of tim burton thing and then also it reminded me a lot of the you know in like i think the first part of the seventh harry potter movie where there's like the story about yep, yep. the yep the three horcruxes or whatever no the uh, the elder wand and the yep. what are they called um the it'll come oh the deathly are those the deathly hollows Hollows. yeah it's very yeah i think the uh the figure reminded me of that a lot and as we were watching it i was like man harry potter the deathly hollows scene kind of like plagued all of that type of animation that type of like storybooky and like uh, claymation I feel like Creaky. that was that was kind of the best part of those last two Harry Potter movies. Yeah. It's certainly the part I remember the most, other than... Um, I'm glad it's in it, you know. Other than Ron kissing Hermione finally, and like <laughs> Neville being the fucking Terminator. Yeah. And I like the scene where Harry and, and Voldemort are like 
their faces are like merging together and Harry looks like a fucking maniac and he's like excited to kill Voldemort. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you should check it out. Knocked Loose is the band. Yeah. Uh, I like music's them. really good too, not gonna lie. I, I interviewed the singer Brian Garris probably like five years ago for Clairvoyant. He did not when I interviewed him, he did not realize we had an interview at the time, so he was like waking up. It's pretty good. That's amazing. It was a good interview. You were like, Hey, it's John. <laughs> hey, it's John Hill from Clairvoyant. And he was like what? Ready for your big feature. <laughs> that's how that's how I should int- that's how I should like introduce ready? any call from now on. Just go full Nardwar. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of this? So we watched Star Wars Visions. What did um, you? What was your? What What did you think it was? Did you think you were gonna like it? And then did it meet your expectations? You know, I really didn't know what my. I think going into it, I really wasn't sure what my overall takeaway was going to be. I think when I heard about the project, I think I was overall pretty unexcited. I would say. Right. Like, I was pretty indifferent about it. Mm. Um, I think that, frankly, a lot of the Star Wars media in the last, I don't know, five or so years has been mostly underwhelming, I would say. You're a Star Wars head. I guess so. We've, uh, we're both a little bit of the Star Wars heads. We we both like the movies. I mean, um, you know, like, like... seen all the movies, been to the theme park, what, we watched The Mandalorian. I think in retrospect, I, I really am not super big into, like, the... Video se- games. Into the sequel trilogy of the Star Wars films, like... uh, The Kylo Ren arc? Well, I think he's, like, the best part of those movies. But that's what you're talking about? But, yeah, the like... The most recent ones? The, the most recent. The most recent ones. Like, I... I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have much of a... There, there's times where, like, I'll want to watch... uh. You know, the original trilogy and even like the prequels, like there are like, you know, certain times where I'm like, ooh, yeah, that's something I want to watch. But it, it hasn't, you know, maybe it'll just kind of like sink into my subconscious and it'll be something I want to watch like, you know, in five or ten years or something. But like mm. as everything stands, I feel like the big sort of shift into Star Wars from Disney has been pretty uh, kind of whatever. Uh, I think it's been... A little bit oversaturated. Yeah. And I feel like this is just contributing to that feeling of, what else can we do with Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think my overall my overall kind of opinion is that I think, uh, I honestly do think this is like kind of a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think the main problem plaguing Star Wars right now is that it's just so tied down in into like the capital star wars like lore and i guess style and and stories and stuff um i think that it's everything feels so tied up in like the original stories and like you know luke and and han and all of like the main characters and like every movie kind of you know all the movies have been have had those old characters and stuff so like every and you know even mandalorian it's like boba fett's back now like mm-hmm. you know luke showed up at the end of the second season yeah um, i was hesitant about the mandalorian but then once i realized that they were doing sort of what everybody wants and also i mean it's like they made um what's the animated show uh with, clone uh, wars yeah it's like there was the whole thing with clone wars that was kind of interesting because at least it was like, here's more of Anakin and like here's this like time period that 
is kind of missing from the films. And it's yeah. like, ooh, how exciting. Like, and, yeah, and we totally. get to like see more of the world. And then Mandalorian came out and it was like, okay, this is this is from a completely different perspective, right? Right. But still very much tied to this like timeline. This this was um this was a little too far removed. This this seemed very uh, timeline agnostic, which I kind of appreciated. Like I like I like the idea of just sort of taking, I guess like Star Wars ideas and sort of remixing them almost into mm-hmm. like different, you know, properties and shows. The cynical part of my brain says that this was uh, like an audition for all these studios to make like a Star Wars pilot. Because uh, anime is such a profitable thing for Netflix that I would imagine that Disney at least has some sort of minor interest in perhaps, uh, I don't know, producing some kind of anime series. Because in, um, I would say, as opposed to Animatrix and Batman Gotham Knight, every one of these short stories seems to have a very established main character and it's very kind of character base as well as as opposed to sort of you know i think animatrix is a little more ethereal or heady Mm. like you can't necessarily make a a movie about the characters and all of those things like they sort of serve a purpose to like the main story of the matrix whereas like i can see like a spinoff show of probably most of these characters to some degree 50 percent fifty i would even go like 80 percent i think 80 percent yeah i think there's only there's only one that i thought was like pretty boring Mm. um one i thought was uh just kind of flat and kind of cutesy but you know which one could you be talking about oh i don't know (laughs) not the jam band yeah maybe the one with a, a terrible rock song Oh, yeah, Two was... terrible rock songs. You know what that episode's called? What? Tatooine Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. Well, Rhapsody and Tatooine. Something like that. Yeah, I, that that it it lost me. I'm kind of gonna disagree with you. I feel like this is like a one-off project that fully they were like trying to fill the schedule out, maybe, or wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Right. And maybe the Star Wars fans will enjoy it. And if it's like, I feel like animation studios don't get the option to just do sort of like short form whatever you want yeah. anymore. Like it's always like the, these huge projects or a whole season of something or a movie. And it's like you very rarely get to just like, uh, it just felt like little vignettes for for fun, <laughs> you know. Like I just imagine like being at Disney Studios and and being like at the big long table, and they're like, "Jimmy, what do you got? <laughs> what do you got for April or whatever?" Yeah, and they're like, "Oh well, we what need if to we... launch something before yeah. before Christmas, right?" Right. And he's like, what if we did this, like, little side project? And they were like, great. We don't have to do it. <laughs> oh, we don't have to do it? We just got to send over a script and... No, I don't even... I, I feel like this was all in the hands of the studios. No, I, I think they I think they absolutely sent them, like, a script. No, I think, I think they reached out to the studios and said, what would you do if you could do a Star Wars short? 
and they were like, what about this? And they were like, okay, but you can't do that. But yeah, oh, you're right. Else is cool. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all. Uh, some of these ideas are so out of. They are. They a lot of the. You know what? I'll agree. I, I think a lot of the writing is like very anime in some way. And I specifically think that because I don't think that Disney would have allowed. What were there like nine, nine shorts? Yeah. And like six of them had the same line in it. I don't think that would have ever. Been, I think that, that would have been like, no, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, all like, was it eight or nine of them that have the line? I think only three of them didn't didn't explicitly have a character say, "I have a bad feeling about this." Yeah, I think also. Or like, do you have a bad feeling about this? It's like, tip tipping your cap to the the original. Dear Kathleen Kennedy and all executives at Disney, please ban. Any any use of the phrase "I've got a bad feeling about this" for at least ten years. Yeah. Thank you. But I mean, it was it was one after another. It was it was pretty brutal. To the to a point where when a character said it, I was like, ah, I'm like, yeah, we like, we I both were this. like, God damn it, like like even ones that I thought were pretty good, and it made the ones that I that didn't use the line more be- like better in my mind. True. <laughs> so how should we how should we divide this up? I I think instead of going chronologically, we should both talk about our favorite one first. Okay. What was your favorite? Hmm. Um I can open it with mine. You you go first. My favorite I, I'm kind of split. was The Duel produced by Studio Trigger. Really? Yeah. Or wait, was it was it the it cl- Twins? No, it was Twins produced by Studio Trigger. Sorry. My, my brain is fried. I got tattooed. Duel. I got tattooed two hours ago, so like blood is leaking from my body. <laughs> okay. The Twins by Studio Trigger. Right. Uh, this was great. Interesting. This was like a perfect... Perfect 10. This is like a perfect 10 in my head. I think the problem with shorts in general is that you got to get to the point really fast. It, yeah. <laughs> you got to get to the point really fast, and you have to establish your characters really fast. And, and it's like, here, do something with Star Wars. You're going to obviously want to do a lightsaber battle or a space battle yeah. or both. <laughs> I like that you get enough of um, you get enough of your two characters who are these two twins who are, I guess, genetically engineered by the Sith to become... Sith, like to become mm. like basically like mini Darth Vaders. Right. Um, they're about to like blow up a planet, but the boy twin all of a sudden uh, steals the Kyber crystal, mm-hmm. which is going to power the whatever, and uh, gets in a, a well because he he gets in a duel with his sister, which is why I, yeah. I called it the duel. But he gets in a fight with his twin. He wants to get away because he can sort of. Because of the force, he senses that if they do this, she's going to die. Mm. And that their path is just leading to their own destruction. He wants to kind of get out of it. Mm. Um, and so they fight. And it's a very uh, it's a very studio trigger fight, I would say. Mm. I think that they are extremely, uh, extremely good at, at sort of presenting very kinetic fight scenes. Um, mm. And like you were kind of alluding to, I think that the thing I, the thing that they do really well is sort of give the lightsaber battles like a twist. Mm. Uh, the 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 female twin uh, sends the kyber crystal into her own chest, which sort of makes her into like this like 
almost like overpowered, a overpowered like Doc game. Ock lightsaber <laughs> wielder. Yeah, and it's you know it's something I don't think I've seen in a in a Star Wars property like like lightsabers used that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that's exactly like what I think it should be is just like you know sort of um, using these weapons in sort of interesting ways and and, and kind of going from there. And so, you know, I just thought all the action was like really interesting and and really kind of. Uh, it just kind of kept moving forward and it's like, you know, it made me, if there was like one, it, like, if they were like, John, pick one of these to get produced into a full anime. I think I would probably go with that one. I mean, that one looked the best. They did use a recycled image though from, from uh, one of the new series. Oh, the, uh, the Star Destroyer that gets cut in half. The, the yeah, that was, half. yeah, was it, is it recycling or is it an homage? Mm. I'm gonna say recycle. Can you can you do an, can you do an homage <laughs> to a movie that's like, uh, like two years old? No, sorry. All right, fine. <laughs> well, what's what was your favorite of the pack? I'm somewhere in. I, I kind of liked the last two. Uh, I guess if I had to pick a favorite, I would pick a Akakiri. Yeah. Which was the last one. I just thought that it was it was uh. It, ha- it it there was some restraint, you know. Yeah. It wasn't just the studio being like, "Ah, cool lightsaber battle," and like, it I, it was more like character driven of like, uh, what happens if a Jedi is like, you know, it was very like reminiscent of Anakin. Yeah. You know, like somebody who's in love who's not supposed to be in love and getting these visions of some horrible thing that's going to happen and not knowing. Using, how to prevent it using the power of evil for good in the end yes um yes it's all like i, I think what i appreciate about this one and then also like i guess i guess the final one in particular because it's called akakira akakiri akakiri which oh i wonder uh wonder if that's an homage to another uh anime <laughs> of a name you know name that starts with an a <laughs> hard k sound i don't know i can't i can't think of it Akira. right now uh, but <laughs> I think that um, my favorite thing about, I think, Star Wars media as a whole is sort of getting it as far away from some of, like, the core stuff as possible, i.e., like, Jedi, Sith, necessitating idea of, like, good and evil, Mm. Um, or even just, like, the general idea of there not being any sort of room for for nuance or kind of uh, anything in the middle. Mm. I think like the the Star Wars properties I probably enjoy the most, and I I don't know if this is a cliche answer, but it's probably like the the Knights of the Old Republic games, right? Because it's it's like the games are fun, but there's so much just like kind of talking and characters just sort of uh, kind of philosophizing about like what the dark side means or like what the light side means, and sort of you know what all these big concepts kind of you know represent and everything. Like you. Right in the in the first one you go to like a sith planet and you kind of talk to him about like you know does sith necessitate being evil and they're like well no it necessitates being human or being alive you know because it's like the you know the jedi is so kind of dedicated to like you know restraint and like Mm -hmm. kind of holding yourself backwards like you know being a sith it's like you're following your passion you're following all of these things so i thought i thought it was a very uh i thought those games were really interesting but yeah the the final I, I thought it was it did a really good job of sort of uh 
kind of capturing like that that kind of internal conflict i guess yeah i don't know it, it wasn't all like cool lightsaber battles they didn't use the line all right i'm i'm sorry that i like the most shallow one of the nine no i don't <laughs> think that one was no. the most shallow shallow by <laughs> far no it definitely was by wasn't far yeah um so let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about what was the most shallow uh was it Tatooine Rhapsody? Yeah, I mean that one's got to be the worst. Easily, it's, it's uh it's so. It's uh it's a kid show. It's a kid show. It's just fine, but it's not a particularly like. It becomes very childish very fast. I did like the design of the big slug guy. I thought he was kind of cute, and I did like uh, Job of the Hut tapping his tail to the music. Yeah, it was cute. Which you told me to rewind, and I appreciate you telling me because yeah, it was. You're welcome. Is one of the highlights of the of the program. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I um yeah, so the premise is like this band I I just can't imagine there being like a rock band in Star Wars in the Star Wars universe. I feel like that is a little bit of a stretch to me. So like premise alone There's... that there is a there is a rock band. <laughs> yeah. Uh made up of like these like kids traveling Four kids. The, gal- the galaxy, and one of them's like a Jedi. One is kind of a Jedi, and one's a droid, and you know, one's like a three-headed thing. Yeah, and and they, I guess, uh, Jabba the Hut is like pissed off because one of them is like not following hut rules or whatever yeah he's he he has a debt to collect and has to kill one of them interestingly i it's it's funny to me that this is i mean unless i'm mistaken this is this is the only one with like established star wars characters in it uh yeah and it's the worst one yeah like we don't like we don't need like fucking chibi boba fett or chibi job of the hut right you know it's like yeah and i feel like job of the hut is uh Perhaps one of the worst characters. <laughs> what? Well, he's, spo- he's supposed to be, like, horrible. Yeah, I know. I just mean... Like, looking? Thematically. I mean, he's a joke. No. He's a joke. No, he's, he's a big slug. He's in the same league as... um. Uh, Jar Jar Binks. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no fucking way. No fucking way. He's like he's like an evil like mobster. He's like a Yeah, he's also like just pure like sludge. He's like he's like the pure uh He's literally No, look, I get it. He's, okay? he's like the the realization of like absolute greed and and But don't and, tell me Jabba the Hut is isn't comical. He's great. I mean, he's, he's funny, but like Yeah, so is Jar Jar Binks. No, but like so is like C3PO, but yeah, C three PO is a good character. I, I'm not saying Chewbacca they're bad characters, funny. but I'm I mean, just saying, like, no, there's like there's there's the... a there's a world difference between Chewbacca and Jar Jar. Chewbacca, because uh, Chewbacca's funny. Are you, you? No, I'm talking about. Wait, who are you talking about? I'm talking about Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. You said Chewbacca. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying you're you're saying because he's he's like a comedy character and I'm I'm trying to say that like there are plenty there are of a lot of comedy characters. characters and they're not all like you know all right, fine. Jar Jar is like a different league. Maybe it's a moot league. point. Maybe maybe it's a bad opinion. Listen, if you if you personally agree with John, you know, <laughs> please send all your cards and letters. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like it was like, "Oh, of course, 
it's like Tatooine. It's kind of like the, it's, it's the episode one, okay? Yeah. It's, it's literally the episode one world that we're living in. That was also like very childish. There were pod races. It was at the pod race place. There was like a pointless a like CGI perspective switch. Yes. That was kind of stupid. But yeah, I would agree that it was uh, not great. Jabba the Hutt's not like a soup. Like, okay. John and I grew up with episode one two and three as children right yeah and then later in life we discovered four five six whatever and and the new ones as adults right yeah so like my reference for job of the hut is from episode one which to me was a kids movie do you have that pod racing game yeah i did but my reference was uh, my reference was the Return of the Jedi, where it's like super like grungy, right. fucking underworld club. Right, 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 right. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I guess I guess Star Wars ultimately is a kids franchise and movie. And that that movie in particular was targeted towards kids. Yeah. And then they said, "Oh, maybe we should." What are we gonna get? Like an R-rated pay homage Star to the Wars. originals. I want to see like uh I don't know. Like what they did with Logan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a like Logan but like like Vader year 1. Like yeah. the, the first year of Anakin as Darth Vader where he's just like pure rage. He's like a heartless. Yeah. What else was what else did you enjoy? Um so second most I would probably say Let's see. I've I've got maybe a controversial second best, and it's the second to last, uh, which was Lop and Ocho. That was definitely not one that I was expecting to be good, but it actually ended up being really. Uh, Initially, very very mad. Oh fuck! About it. Furries and Star Wars, get the shit out of here. Yeah, they were like, I I, it wasn't Planet so much that she was a rabbit alien. It was that I was like, "What happened to imagination? <laughs> what are we have we just evolved to like?" <laughs> it's like when Pokemon they like run out of ideas and they're like Dogomon or or. I love you know I was on the subway today and I was thinking about how much I love the Pokemon Seal. It was literally <laughs> just a seal. Yeah, they were like I don't know, just call, just him, call seal. him Seal. <laughs> the, mo- the most like I feel like the most kind of buried Pokemon. There's no, there's no seal merchandise. Wow. They, they're, they're, I mean, I can't, I can't think of any time I've ever seen like, you know, like a seal plushie or like a seal toy. You know, mm-hmm. it's all. I mean, I, I remember having a card, but that's it. Like, yeah. No one was fucking seal. It was a very boring Pokemon. Yeah. I just liked a lot. Anyway, I just horsey liked, uh, seahorse. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty good one. That's what I mean. And then yeah. it's like, well. What should our alien species be? I just don't make know. them rabbits. Let's just make them rabbits, like cute rabbits. But I actually enjoyed the story of it. I did that, too. Uh, Ocho uh, or uh, Lop is the name of the protagonist rabbit, and she gets kind of like adopted by this family. Who I I was a little confused. I thought it was a mom and a dad, but it turned out to be a dad and, and a daughter and a daughter. Yeah. So, 
Ocho, the girl who like convinces her dad to adopt this this orphan rabbit alien, uh, and like joins her into the family. And then there's just like a big time jump. But there's this. Yeah. It's like a personalized story with the problems of the world happening around it right very much so like i think it's like the empire is uh in control of this planet yeah they're like slowly taking control of this planet which is partially why all the rabbit aliens are like enslaved and they're siphoning resources off of the planet and and like as the daughter gets older she's like you need to just She's, like, arguing with her dad, being like, you need to just go with what the Empire is doing because they will kill you. Yeah. And she, like, abandons the family and goes full heel. Goes to the dark side. And then there's, like, a great... You know what I liked is there was this, like, uh, kind of... I liked that the anime studios turned <laughs> Jedi into basically samurai yeah like like in a lot of instances they just turned them into like they used the the tropes of like samurai into what the jedi would be which totally makes sense yeah so like when lop gets the lightsaber in this like ceremony from her dad right it's got like the the family inscription on it (laughs) i also liked how the anime studios reinterpreted how lightsabers work yeah, like, uh, yeah. In a couple different ways. They t- they took a lot of create. I mean, creative I, liberties. They took creative liberties with sort of how the lightsabers work and stuff, which I think is good. You know, it's like I specifically liked how in Lapinocho they turned it into like a real an actual like, sword. It's a saber. Yeah. With this like family inscri- inscription on it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's passed cool. down from generation to generation. Yeah, it's like the family. Now it's yours. You know. Yeah. And it doesn't have, like, a conclusive ending either. Like, she doesn't defeat her sister. Yeah, it leaves, uh, leaves room for more if they wanted to, uh, you know, pick it up. Yeah, I mean, I think that's smart on on uh, the studio's I'm, I'm part. Just, I'm just saying, when it's like... I think I think it's cheaper to animate in Japan if anything... If, if Netflix is anything to go by. Well, from I the think, story a couple months ago. I think the idea is, like, I'm sure some of the studios were like, this is not going to go anywhere. Let's just have fun with it. Yeah. And then I think some of the studios were like, no, let's, like, make something so compelling that if it really takes off, they'll have no choice but to give us a whole series. So, like, why not leave it open-ended? Totally. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Like, I think... uh uh, and I say it like I think it's like kind of a cynical thing, but like my Star Wars uh, baby fan brain is also like, yeah, fuck it, let's get some more, let's get some more uh, Star Wars characters, or let's get some more Star Wars media. I guess. I I don't know. I feel like some of them were just like, yeah, let's just show off a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, some I, of them were like, yeah, whatever. I think the first studio trigger features the one i like the most is definitely like that twins what was the other trigger uh that would be my studio trigger took my elder they took my top two favorites you liked the elder i did 
I didn't mind it. I I like that it was I like that it was sort of an exact opposite almost in some ways of of their first feature because it's like it's so kind of contemplative mm. and kind of I I think sort of reflective on like the history of like Jedi. Right. Yeah, no, I I like that one too. It was like a Jedi and a Padawan in the outer rim and the the he like senses a darkness in the force and that leads them to this village where there's this elder who's flying a Sith ship. This is also like good storytelling and like I think a lot of the shorts had the issue of like okay, but like where are we in the timeline, right? Because yeah. there's lots of instances where, like, the Sith are all in charge or the Jedi are all in charge. I think this is, like, way before, like, the prequels. Yeah. I think it Well, they make this, like, comment being like, oh, there's no Sith. Like, yeah. there, have, there haven't been Sith presence in, you know, millennia or whatever. Right. And they, they run into this old man who's, like basically a sith who ran away before the sith ended right so he's kind of living in exile and he's um you know i think just kind of hiding out basically mm. they have to and he tries to kill them and they have to you know deal with it he dies on his sword you know yeah it, it uh i don't think i've seen a lightsaber fight do that where they turn it off and then turn it right back on in their mm. chest i think it's happened I mean, it, in one it, of the new it ones. It must have happened because it's such like a. I mean, it's so good. It's it's so good. It's like uh, uh like why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's happened, but kind of shown off screen or something like. Yeah. Or like not shown completely. They they really obviously. show it, but I. Uh, I mean, I like this one specifically just because I think it's it's uh, it's one of the only ones like kind of in this time frame like before old republic stuff even i believe mm -hmm. might be might be like slightly after and before pre i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of mixing up timeline shit but like i don't know like it, it, it's sort of you know I, I like the the um i like the chemistry between the padawan and the kind of elder i guess and and sort of the i don't know like i the master. I, I like uh i i like crazy sith uh figures mm. i think the sith are often like the more I, I guess entertaining or uh exciting characters in some way right because they're so fucking weird right 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 and this and this guy is like no exception totally yeah but also like a little more in the uh palpatine line than like totally how sometimes they turn it into like uh um darth maul yeah exactly like yeah. ooh, cool like Whoa. yeah like hot person <laughs> totally it's more like this guy is like grizzled by evil yeah uh i almost thought that that was like way past the like where the timeline is oh you thought like, like that was like way in the future yes like like that'd be cool like as if uh like nobody's heard of Sith in like so long, that right? It's like, how could there possibly be such a strong negative presence? It would be cool to see like a Star Wars movie like 
two thousand years after Luke Skywalker. Right. Yeah. But I don't. I think they really have to put on their uh, thinking caps for that one. Their big boy. Their big boy pants. Yeah. Did you like? Did you like thinking caps? Yeah. Like <laughs> clues, clues style. I, I'm still imagining the long table with yeah. <laughs> like a hundred executives, Disney execs. <laughs> uh. Another one that I don't, I didn't quite jive with. I would uh, before you go into that, I would say the rest of them I am mostly middling on. Really. To, uh, I guess there's there's one that I, I liked but I didn't love. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and now we're getting into middling territory. Yeah. Like, is it's fine? Did it inspire <laughs> me the way that these other ones did, or anger me? <laughs> right. Not really. Either way. Um, which I think is the worst. It's like if you're bored about it, that's yeah. not good. Like I'll tell you right now, I'm. I don't even want to talk about the ninth Jedi. Ninth Jedi was. It was fine. It was. It was fine. There was like a twist in it that I. F- I felt like was. Uh, kind of pointless and sort of unearned, and I, I think like a little less interesting. All honestly. It's just like a story that felt very like tired. Yeah. It was like the opposite of the far-fetched rock band in space. Yeah, it's like wow, Padawan learns to fight. Yeah, learns to it's it, yeah, like this could have been like a Clone Wars. So it it felt like that a, cl- a Clone Wars episode. It felt like the Clone Wars episode with like the the Padawans and that where they all have to kind of like you know Dis- discover how discover to their build their, their lightsaber. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and that that's the real. Uh, that's the real can- canonical uh, weirdness where, like, her lightsaber doesn't have a color until she becomes a Jedi. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's interesting, I guess. Uh, actually, the Jedi have to uh, pick the lightsaber color initially from the kyber crystal they are given. The kyber crystal is actually the source of the color of the uh, <laughs> lightsaber. It's usually either blue or green. Red oh, is it's reinterpretation. Red is actually an artificial color given by the Sith to differentiate themselves from nature and sort of... Uh, uh further the idea that they are against the jedi code and against the i mean no but but yeah it's it's very uh i like that they kind of took their interpretation on in that way genuinely um but it it was very boring right i fell asleep did you not really but i could (laughs) you you completely tuned out what about the first one yeah no that's the one that i was gonna bring up as one that i did not like i liked it I thought it was all style, no substance. The duel. But I I like that it was uh it's like it's a total departure from anything Star Wars. It's like they 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 picture It's full samurai. It's full samurai. They picture Jedi and and Sith as like feuding uh, I guess warring clans or something. It's taking place after like I guess like all the Jedi have have been killed off by the Sith. And so there's one lone ronin who enters a town and when the evil sith shows up he fights her and she has like a umbrella that's lightsabers yeah it's like okay i just really didn't like the way it looked it's all black and white it looks uh, it's very much like a uh i, I would say probably like a tribute to like the kurosawa the kurosawa stuff mm. it's sort of like a full circle moment where it's like you know star wars is so inspired by like seven samurai and, and all of the kurosawa sort of stuff and now we have like a star wars media property that's like directly sort of uh reflecting i think though that source material right so i don't know i was it was like it's like a 
I feel like the opener to like the animated collections, I, I think normally sort of go for like the, uh, the kind of flashy one. Like this is very flashy. Right. It's all black and white except for like, you know, hints of color to sort of, you know, I re- that I think maybe that's what it was that really like was kind of off putting to it, me. It, it reminded me of like uh you know the girl in like ninth grade who would like take a black and white photo but yep, like yep. her shirt would be green. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Was that usually? Yep. Were you, were you that? <laughs> yeah, I thought I was. It, well, that was like the the cool thing when Photoshop came out. It was like, yeah. look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm different and cool. Uh, sort of a side note but like i i noticed people saying online that like facetune or whatever like the face editing apps are gonna like ruin society but like that's been like going on forever yeah. like i remember like kids in in high school and middle school being like hey i'll, I'll photoshop your your face and on you know right and they yeah. would and it would happen and it's like you know yeah and filters existed during myspace like i look at some of my old pictures and i'm yeah it's like the filters were like crazy but it's always been there. They were blurring as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Do you miss MySpace? Yeah, sometimes. I think about it sometimes. I miss AIM the most, I think. Mm. Yeah. Your away status? Away status info. Mm. Sort of, you know. What was your AIM username? Uh, Sukasa WMX. <laughs> it was uh, Sukasa from Dot Hack Sign in anime. Mm. WM for Wavemaster. And then an X, because that was his class in the, you were straight edge. In the show. And then an X <laughs> just for, you know, flavor. For flavor. Yeah. I don't remember what mine was. Big Booty Julie 62. <laughs> Big Booty Julie 62. I don't know. I think it was Jig Wheelie. What? I can't explain it. Sorry. I literally can't explain it. I, I, I could try, but it would make no sense. I'm trying to remember what everyone else's was. Um, and then I think the last one we should really touch on is the robot one, T-O-B-1. It's very cute. Toby. Cute in a way that the rock band one wasn't. I didn't hate it. I just, it, it felt a little far removed for me. Robot the The story was there. The aesthetic was good. It was cute, but not overwhelmingly so. But it didn't make any sense. It was like your dream. Living in like a f- like an like a desert like an, on a planet full of tiny robots, an isolated planet full of tiny robots who are all really with personality cute. personalities. Because <laughs> we we've spoken about it before, but Julie loves a, a tiny robot. I do. Wally. Wally, Iron Giant. Well, Iron Giant's Iron a big Giant's giant. big robot, but Bebo, he's got that that right energy. Bebo and Flubber. Yeah. R two D two. Yep. Uh, BB eight. You're sort of neutral on BB-8. Eh, he's coming around. He's coming around. I don't hate him. <laughs> I don't hate him. Yeah, I love a tiny, cute robot, but he's got to have personality. Do you like Do you like that big uh, Lost in Space robot? No, too big. Too big? Too big. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you ever watch that short called Bernie? Yeah. Yeah. I like Bernie. pretty good, too. <laughs> All the Wally robots are very cute. Yeah. They got it down. Yeah. All the Star Wars droids are really, really cute. The gonk droid. Even, even the uh, the the Imperial droids. Yeah, they, they've got good personality about them. I like in I like in the Star Wars land how all the gonk droids are like. There's like one on his head. Mm. He's like kicking. Mm. There's one like under a table. B 
be nice to the gonk droids. Yeah, really. I like the gonk droid in the first short that's like running. <laughs> it's very, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Is um, there any that we didn't touch on? There is one, but it was also Midnight Oh, that was pro- that was probably the most boring. It was like the the village bride. The village bride. I didn't I I I did kind of like that one in that uh I wish I wish it was better, but I really enjoyed the sort of like spiritual aspect to Yeah. to that ep- to that little episode cuz like when you really like boil down like what's going on in Star Wars land, it is like super like isn't there literally a Star Wars religion? You mean like a like uh, people in real life? Yes, that practice. The uh, not that I'm aware. I'm sure, but I'm gonna. I'm like ninety nine percent sure there is. Yeah. Um, but when you do boil down, sort of like the tenets of Star Wars, there is sort of like a very spiritual as- aspect of it. Well, I think the whole thing is like religion. Jediism is a philosophy mainly based on the depiction of the Jedi characters in Star Wars media. Yeah. Yeah. Jediism attracted public attention in 2001 when a number of people recorded their religion as Jedi on national censuses. But, like, is that is that just people, like, fucking around? No. I'll show you some, some media after this. Because uh, I, I remember vividly seeing a, a video of somebody who was a Jedi. And they, they think, believed it. I think George Lucas probably, like, got into uh, Buddhism in, in college or something and just sort of adapted the idea of, like, uh, you know, I don't know, peace. Yeah. I mean, it's all good, you know? It's very, like, Buddhist or something. Yeah. You know, very like connected to nature, like you know, what is the force, right? Like this is something that you've like can tap into that connects everyone and you know. And then there are so like this It's all karma. The the bride episode, it's like they're on this planet where they ha- they've got to like there's like magic in it. Like animal Yeah, that's true. Where they're this like alien species is able to like I don't know connect with the planet and i was like yes this is cool totally like getting to see sort of the alien species uh like i wouldn't be mad if there was like a star trek version of star wars like a like a long-running tv show where they go to different planets yes yeah i I think i would agree it's sort of like have you know problems or situations it's kind of why i mean i think that's like the appeal of like the mandalorian almost is like totally um because most of the episodes are sort of like everything is connected but it is very kind of like like radio serials in a way where it's like you have like your hero show up in one planet one episode he goes to another planet the next episode etc mm-hmm. um man remember that fucking idiot who was like Talking about being persecuted and then like got kicked off the Mandalorian, the the big lady that you weren't yes. a fan of. Well, she wasn't a very good actor. She sucked. After. Um, Put fucking uh, man. If only China was alive. I know she would have been. She'd be perfect. perfect in that. She would have been great in that 
that role. Put uh, put like Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. Or about Natalia. It. I wouldn't be mad about that either. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So, what's your overall take on Star Wars Visions? I feel like we gotta stop the Animatrix nonsense. <laughs> We gotta we gotta pull it back. Not everything needs to be. We are we at peak? Uh, this is peak anime. I just anthology. feel like I feel like the Animatrix was like a very special thing. Yeah. That was. There was no animated version of it, so having it be interpreted in animation was cool and fun and fresh. <laughs> right. Batman, sorry, but. We've seen it. <laughs> We've seen a ton of. We've seen it. It was originally animated. animated. Yeah. And then Star Wars, unfortunately, also has been animated. Well, Batman was originally a uh, comic. Well, I, I'm just saying, if it's been a Lego movie, you can't turn it into an Animatrix situation anymore. Yeah. Like, you know what could be Animatrix sized? What? Is like Fight Club. Or like, I don't know. I feel like a Fight Club Animatrix would be interesting. It's got to be like a series. It's got to be um I'm trying to think. Uh But but my point is that it's got to be a movie that's doesn't that already could have be like an expanded on. Doesn't already have like an animated component. Like Fight Fight Club do- doesn't really work because the world is like not quite that interesting. I want to you know? see like a but the Matrix works because the Matrix is a place where a lot of things could happen. Here's an idea. You do uh, Animatrix for seven, and every uh, every episode is about all the victims. Sure. Right. Exactly. So that's a, Why that's, not? That's a comic series that exists, but I think it could have been better. You could do it for Lord of the Rings. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what if what if uh, what if Studio Trigger made like an elf so, spin off? <laughs> someone at the bachelor party asked like a fuck Mary Kill, Star Wars, Harry Potter, uh, Lord of the Rings. Right. I went with Mary Star Wars, fuck Harry Potter, and kill Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. That's where I stand. Um Sorry. Yeah, I think I might be in the same boat. Kill as JK you. Rowling though. Um, sorry, Joanne. Joanne. Um, yeah. Do you have any I, final thoughts about Star Wars and anime and does it belong? <laughs> I think it belongs. I think that, like I said, I think this is a step in the right direction in sort of uh, changing. I think I think Star Wars is, is is very stale right now in a lot of ways. Yes. I think that they. Uh, they didn't hit the mark with the with the sequel trilogy like I think they're expecting to. Mm. Um, I think they have to regroup and sort of figure out where to go next from here and sort of. Uh, I would focus more on the Mandalorian, honestly. Yeah, the Mandalorian has been their greatest success. I don't know anyone who doesn't like it. Maybe my cousin, but he's like a fucking, <laughs> you know, the Flynn's dog is a uh, contrarian. I. I agree that in general it is a good thing for large properties to entrust their property into smaller studios. Ooh, what about Animatrix for like Alien? Yeah, yeah. That would be good. That would be great. That would be great. Let's see that. 
Yeah, let's let's see some like weird. Let's see some weirder machinery and mm-hmm. spaceships mm-hmm. and shit in Star Wars. I don't know. Um, that pretty much does it. Uh, please, if you enjoyed listening to us blab about <laughs> the intersection of anime and Star Wars, uh, throw us that five star review on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Apologize for uploading late this week. I returned from my bachelor party and I was very out of it yesterday. Yesterday was not the day. It was not the day. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. We're back. We're back. Uh, next We're up, carry on. Is it my? Is it your pick next? I think so. All right. Because you picked this. <laughs> well, I picked this because oh, this is a fucking trap. I picked this because we needed like a, a one hitter. I offered my one hitter. Well, well, that wasn't on streaming, Julie. So I think it is. It's not. All right, you can you can show me after this. Uh, please right, buy fine. a shirt or a hat. At Why Do People Like Anime on Instagram. It's in the, it's in the link in bio. Um, shoot us an email. Why do people like anime at gmail.com. Um, and yeah. Uh, stay cool. Stay cool. Watch more anime. Watch more anime. Drive safe doesn't make sense. Exactly. But drive safe. It's a good, good rule. It is. Drive safe. Drive safe. <laughs>